Hey, Dan. Hey, how are you? Terrific. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me. For sure. No problem. Friday evening. This is another episode of MHS or Mohawk class of 2000 something. I'm joined with Dan Hanacek tonight, who is at work right now. Yes. (laughs) And where are you working at? Uh, I work at a place called OmniCell. I do uh, remote support for pharmacy and nursing automation. So like medication dispensing stuff and robots and whatnot. And robots. (laughs) And where is that at? Um, it's actually in Cranberry, uh, Cranberry Township, okay. um, and I, I work from home like half of the time-ish, so I'm at home right now. Oh, nice. That's really nice. Good for you. Um, you are the sixth or seventh person I've interviewed now, and this has taken off since Brandon decided to share it on his Facebook page, and it got way more attention than I ever expected it to. Um, and you actually reached out to me. So what, wh- why'd you reach out to me to do this? <laughs> well, um, I, I just thought it was really neat. And um, I think the only way to really get it, get traction going is to, you know, step out and do it yourself. So um, my thought was, well, I'd love to hear from as many people as possible. So I'll be a drop in the bucket, I guess. <laughs> No, I appreciate it. I'm glad that you did do it. Um, did you listen to Brandon's first? Um, yeah, because the the thing in Spotify, it actually has them backwards from when they're recorded. I realized that about halfway through uh, Laura's that it was in reverse okay. chronological order. <laughs> uh, I didn't know. But I listened three of them, and they're really fascinating. All right. What's the thing you found? Because he's my husband, so I don't care if you pick on him or not. What's the weirdest thing you found about Brandon's? <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know that it was anything was weird. Um, you know, he definitely should be uh, proud of everything he has going on. So I don't know. I don't know if you call that weird, but uh, no, that's right. definitely uh, didn't give himself enough credit for what he has going on. I tell him that frequently. What you find most interesting about Jesse and Loris? Um... Uh, Jesse, I, I, I didn't really know Jesse very well in high school, so I, I don't have too much of a comparison, but, um, just from like how he himself described everything, I mean, it, it's, it sounded like he just did an amazing job of, you know, maturing over 10 years from, from high school. Yeah. Um, just from the picture he painted of himself. And um, Laura? you know, it's amazing to see really how much somebody can go through in 10 years. Um, there's just a, a lot happening there and it's, it's super fascinating. And these things aren't really things you're just going to find out offhand. So it's really cool to, to hear this from a, from the source. Hey, thanks. I tried. They're not even that super of in-depth questions. It's all the other things that you start asking people once you kind of go down that rabbit hole I was telling you about. Um, oh Yeah. Because I think I may have might have had like five conversations with you in those you know six years. Um, same with Jesse. I talked to Laura a little bit more, but like I don't know if we're ever gonna have a class reunion. Um, I know we had that one a few years ago, but it didn't really in my mind it didn't really count. And now there's Facebook, and you can kind of get a, a snapshot of people's life from it. But I like doing these. I like listening 
to what everybody has going on. And like you said, how people have matured and changed in 10 years is really fascinating. Yeah. And I have to say, um, I was actually just talking about this with my wife because she had her 10 year reunion last year. Uh, she went to Lowville and we went to it. And the thing about it is like everyone just immediately flocked to whoever their friends were in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone, you don't really get to learn about the people that you really need to learn about. You're really just focusing on catching up with the very specific people you want to hear about. Um, so that's, that's what happened at that one. So I can, I can say something like this is probably more informative and a better way to really catch up because uh, people that are already continuing friendships are probably already caught up on what's going on. I agree with that. So without further ado, let's jump into the same random questions that I've been asking everybody else. Um, immediately following graduation, um, what, what did you do? Did you have the big graduation party? Did you say, screw it and forget it all? Did you pull the Jesse and throw all your stuff in the dumpster? What did you do? My, my senior year was a mess. So (laughs) I, um, I had planned to go straight to college after high school. Um, I had been accepted into Penn State Barron for computer engineering and YSU for astrophysics. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) And I was setting up my senior year to, you know, kind of decide between the two and go for it. Um, And then reality hit and I'm like, I can't, I have no way to actually support myself through college. Like I just can't. I, um, I didn't really take a lot of high school seriously until my, like, partway through my junior year and into my senior year, so I had no shot at, like, grants and scholarships, so it was, it was just going to be impossible, um, so I kind of gave up, and towards the end of my senior year, um, my parents were actually going to be moving out to Butler after school is up. Well, I convinced them to just go ahead and move. And since I gave up on the idea of college, I was just going to move out on my own and finish up my senior year online. So I think two or three months before the end of the senior year, I uh, switched to online classes just to wrap it up. Okay. And I got a taste of the like not doing anything after high school life. I worked full time for a few months. I lived in a crappy trailer um, with a roommate that was not very good. <laughs> and uh, so then I'm like, this isn't, this won't work. So I, uh, I jumped in and actually in July of uh, 2008, I started taking classes at uh, Kaplan University online. Okay. Nice. Good for you. I didn't realize that you had actually, did you still walk with us or no? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, um, I, uh, I had pretty much like all of my credits done and most of my stuff in my senior year was uh, optional. Okay. So I only had to, to actually graduate. I only had to take, I think English and history. So at like three months before the end of the year, I just took those two, finished up those two classes and dropped the rest. So I was able to still walk this through. I don't remember. I can't, I'm terrible at remembering our teachers' names, but, uh, 
I, I was in, it was technically the same class as everyone else took. It was just the teachers did it online also. Okay. All right. So then you went to Kaplan and what did you actually graduate with a degree in? Did it, did you do the four year thing? Were you able to do it quicker because it was online or? Um, I started out with uh, an associates in information technology. I specialized in network administration. Um, I got that in, I'm pretty sure it was like just two years after I started a, a give or give or take a little bit. Okay. Um, and then I worked through, um, like I had a couple random jobs in between, but uh, I started working at Verizon Wireless and they paid for like the second half of my degree. Oh, nice. So then I worked for a while. Um, I got the job at where I'm at now and did the second half and got my bachelor's. Okay. How long have you been at, at Omni now? Uh, six years. Okay. Yeah, I started there when right. I was 21, so. And you said that's in Cranberry. So where are you and your wife living? Um, we live in, we live in Butler. Um, that's where my parents moved in, in high school. So I ended up after my roommate situation fell out, we had a falling out there. I moved, I moved in with them for uh, a while. And then um, I moved out to Boardman, Ohio for a year to uh, get an apartment while my wife finished up her degree at YSU. And then I moved and lived in Cranberry for two years. And then we bought a house in Butler in 2014. Okay. All right. And what's your wife's name? How'd you meet her? I know you have a little guy too. So tell me the story about how you met her and all that fun stuff. Her name's Amy. Um, we met through Rochelle Fitch, actually. Um, oh, they, okay. they, in high school, they worked together at uh, the Poland Arby's. And Rochelle kind of set us up. Um, we met in November of 2008. And uh, we got married in November of 2011. Did you guys have the big wedding? So um, I don't know if you'd call it big. Um, I mean, we had about 100 people. Um, both of our parents' financial situations, pretty awful, to be honest. So we had to pay for the whole thing ourselves. So it wasn't anything fancy, but we had everyone that no, mattered there. No, that's fine. I, I like asking because, like, with Laura's if you listen to her she was just like nope um we did like the justice of the peace thing and that's all we needed and we were happy like I love hearing stories like there is definitely moments where we wanted to you know some of the pre-wedding drama comes up and you're just like well, this would be so much easier if we just went to the courthouse but it was worth it <laughs> and how many you said you got married in 2014 uh, we got married in 2011 2011. So you guys have been together six, seven years. Yeah, it's now. gonna be seven years in November. Oh, good for you! Congratulations! And you have a little yes, guy. Yes, his name is Bronson. He is three years old. Um, might hear him banging around eventually on the call <laughs> if he realizes I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Um, do you ever, when you were picking out names, this is probably just like a girl thing. But like, and you decided on Bronson. Did you ever think of like Bronson Her? 
Yeah, like part part like I, we were just going through names, uh, and we came home. Like I, I kind of like this one, and I was like, yeah, I knew a Bronson in high school, so like I don't know if we should do that. If it's like, because it's it's not a, it's definitely a unique name, so you have that almost weird association. But um, the thought came up, and I'm glad we went with it because we both really like the name. It suits him really well. Um, but yeah. What's his middle name? Daniel. Oh, perfect. What do you call him for short? Does he have like a shorter nickname or? No. Um, I, I think okay. maybe we'll let his, him decide or his friends decide later. But uh, I don't know. They're like the best he could really do is Braun, which that th- makes you think of Game of Thrones too much. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, we just had our son in October, and he's Jacob, and he's Jake for short, but for whatever reason, Brandon wants to call him Bubba as a nickname, and I'm just like, this is terrible. Like, have you ever known of a person named Bubba, and you're like, oh, that's so handsome, or oh, that's so cute. Like, Bubba, you just think of, like, not good things. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm guilty of that. Like, I, um, I call him, I call Bronson Buddy a lot just you know calling him so it's like i I know that's i don't want that to stick as a nickname because for the same reasons but uh you know that's it it is what it is no i know did you have a nickname no i just i just went by danny okay all right i was gonna say i never knew of one but i figured i'd ask um what is looking back one thing you wish you would have done differently when you were in high school for those four years or six years however you view it what like looking back now you're like ah crap I wish I would have fill in the yeah I think you you can go to like the the stereotypical ones I I touched on this like I really wish I would have applied myself more I'm I'm a smart person and I just didn't care enough in high school um and that really went into a lot of facets of of everything um like one thing, the probably the biggest thing, honestly, is I wish I would have put a lot more effort into friendships in high school. Um, looking back, and this is just self-reflection, I don't know if this lines up with everyone's opinion on me, but um, I feel like I got along with everyone, but I didn't have like any good friends in high school. So I really wish I would have figured that out because um, I'm a much more amiable person now so I don't know what it was in high school but I felt like I just was wasn't part of everything okay all right that makes sense I get that um one thing you wish you would have done differently since high school so after graduation until now in the past decade um, what do you wish you changed? I, I definitely wish I would have managed my money better. Um, I, you know, I got in, I got in at a good job when I was 19, 18 or 19, um, you know, making pretty decent money and like, it's just escalated from there. So I'm, I'm making really good money, but like just over up until like the last two years, I just didn't make the best choices and, um, you know, even though I'm making a lot, I still, I still feel the impacts of all the bad choices I made. Um, and if I would have just been smarter with that from the get go, I would, I'd be in a great place right now. 
like if you don't mind me asking is it like credit card debt or what did you do that yeah like that and um i uh i bought too many cars was really like what led into everything i would um how many cars i would just i've I've gone through like four or five new cars since high school um and it just you know the situation gets a little worse with each one which also led into finances being tighter and you know racking up credit card debt and so now it's like oh well I guess I'll just pay a thousand dollars this month for random crap that I have only half of um, instead of (laughs) having fun with it so even though you regret it what was the coolest car that you had um like I don't know if this is uh I don't know if everyone will think it's cool but I bought a uh there's two that I thought were really cool actually I had a um I bought this when I was 18. It was a, a Dodge Ram Hemi and it was really cool, but it was super impractical because that's when I moved to, uh, started working in Cranberry and it got like <laughs> 12 miles to the gallon and couldn't drive in snow period. Um, but after that I got a, a Nissan cube that was all like tricked out and I thought it was super oh. cool, but and what do you have now? <laughs> I drive a Passat now. Okay. All right. I was waiting for you to be like, I have like a minivan. I was no. waiting for it. Allie. Oh, hold on just a second. My stupid dog is barking. And if the dog wakes up the baby, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> Allie, come on. Oh. So now you're just going to hear random panting. Huh. Um... What is the thing you're most proud of accomplishing in the past 10 years? So I don't, I don't even know if you want to call this cliche, but honestly, the thing I'm most proud of is um, coming to God. Um, I, don't, I don't know that you knew me very well in high school, but I definitely was like absolutely not about that life. Um, I was... <laughs> Yeah, it was definitely very anti-religion and everything. And really, um, I was, would have been 20 years old when I found it's, my life just has been nothing but better and better ever since. Was there one specific incident? Or yeah, actually, there, there was, it was a moment. Um, I was... I forget if I was actually living in Boardman at the time or if it was just before I moved there, but uh, my now wife was going to a church in, I forget if it was in Struthers or Poland, Um, but I would drop her off there every Sunday and then go do whatever for a couple hours. Um, But one morning uh, I was dropping her off and there's a homeless man sitting outside the church. And um, so I drop her off and I'm like, well, nobody's clearly nobody's helping these guys because they're all hypocritical, blah, 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 you know, typical atheist mindset. Um, so I go buy him breakfast and I bring it back to him. I give him coffee and I, I think I went to like the Bur- Poland Burger King and got him some breakfast and brought it back. Um, and he's like, Hey, I'm actually the pastor here at this church. And I've, I've been out here for however many hours and you're the first person to actually even talk to me. Yeah, and she's like, how about you come in and see what it's all about? Um, 
And yeah, ever since then, like, I feel like that was, you know, like you can't, it just doesn't happen on its own. What kind of church, if you don't mind me asking, is it? Like uh, it was non-denominational and um, uh, we went, we went there for a couple of years and when we moved out to Cranberry, we started going to Grace Community Church in Cranberry now. Um, the church there, I think, I think it was called High Point. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Good for you. Um, like going in the opposite direction. Um, but <laughs> when you're just hanging out and relaxing and not working at home and not hanging out with your little guy, what's something that you like to sip on just to kind of relax? And enjoy? Um, I've, I've grown to like scotch. I like, I like scotch oh. now. <laughs> Scotchy, scotch, scotch. Um, okay. I don't like to, like, I go, I don't like to have the same thing, so I'm always trying different ones. Um, but my favorite so far is, it's uh, the Balvini uh, Caribbean Cast 14-year. Uh, it's delicious. It's uh, uh, space-side scotch aged in rum barrels. Fantastic. Sounds fancy. Sorry. <laughs> Um, sort of. Name one show or movie you're watching right now on Netflix or Hulu or cable. Like, what what is something that you'd recommend to me? So I, I can't actually recommend this because it's not for everyone. But what I personally, I love Gundam. It's an anime with mech robots. So like, that's what I watch. But a more reasonable answer is, I think everyone should watch <laughs> Game of Thrones and Silicon Valley. Um, Oh, we watched both. Amazing. I love them. Um, Very different shows, but they are both absolutely fantastic. Hey, sorry about that. That's right. Um, We'll just skip to the next question. This keeps happening a lot. I'm not sure if it's the app now or what, but I have to like piece people together. Um, Question I should have been asking everybody. I like TV, but I listen to way more music. What what band or person would you recommend I go look up after this? Oh, um, <laughs> that's that's not, I don't know if that's a good question for me. <laughs> Why? Um, I listen to the same music I did in high school, which so I'm I'm you know real big into death metal. Um, Do you listen uh, to with your son? Do you listen to death metal with your son? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I was just wondering. No, he likes dubstep though, which that's <laughs> okay. All right, I guess. Um, so I'll go. I also I also like rap. Um, so I, I feel like that's a little more you know something most. People I don't care can... what most people listen to. What are you listening to? <laughs> um, I really like Ski Mask the Slump God. Um, he's a newer rapper and. I think a lot of people should check him out. All right. I will listen to that after this. I will go find him on Spotify or something somewhere. <laughs> um, this is the loaded question that anybody and anybody can always decline to ask or answer. Who'd you vote for in the last election and why? Um, yeah, I could, I could go on about this for, for quite a while. Um, so I, I voted for Hillary um reason being i mean 
I identified it as it really came down to we have two, frankly, uh, terrible candidates. Um, and I was I was honestly in a point um, during like the primaries where it was if it comes down to Hillary versus Trump, I will vote Trump um, because I think after if he's um, nominated as a candidate he'll get his stuff together and actually like be like, well, this is what I really want to do as president. And I feel like it just started going downhill there and not to just try to bash on him, but I mean, he just did nothing but pander to the people he thought was going to vote for him. And my mindset turned into, I, I wanted to vote third party but I felt like it was my duty to stand up and try to stop him. And I saw that as a vote for Hillary as a vote against Trump. So that's, that's where I landed. Okay. I, can, I can go on and on and on about the intricacies. Um, I've, I've started to become a political debater for some reason over the last couple of years, but. Uh, like since the election? since the election you become a debater like because of the Hillary Trump thing or even before that I think I think that must have been what triggered it um also like right around the time of the election um I think the timing of this was just perfect in my life I read the book Atlas Shrugged um by Ayn Reed Rand Ayn Rand yeah there you go um, yeah um and I I learned a like a lot of people read that and come away with it like well yeah capitalism's great and we need to push for it and um conservatism is the way to go and i feel like i got something else out of it i got like well we're, we live in a capitalist country technically and you know we have those capitalist values i should say but i think the rich have tricked us into a world more like that in Atlas Shrugged, where only the rich, the richer have convinced us to uh, subsidize them and give them corporate welfare at our expense instead of the other way around. So the corporate level of the United States is living in a socialist type government where the typical person subsidizes their earnings and the actual layman is in a capitalist nation where you know, it's how much money you have and that's all that matters. So that, that really went into a lot of my views into the election. Um, and, you know, I'm always happy to talk about them. <laughs> since, so since the election and like the past couple years, what have you seen that makes you like or dislike Trump more and same goes for Hillary, like dislike. I never liked Hillary. Um, she's not doing anything to help herself now either. My, my hope honestly is that the Democrats get it together and nominate, uh, you know, Bernie Sanders would have beat Trump. No question. Uh, Bernie Sanders will beat Trump if the Democrats get their stuff together and nominate him as their candidate in 2020. Um, but in way of, uh, I, it's the, the whole administration's nothing but lies. Like anything good that has come out so far has a ulterior motive. Um, 
the whole Russia uh, meddling is just absolutely insane. There's evidence coming out daily that, you know, we may have legitimately had a um, compromised election. Um, and, it, and, you know, there's, there's evidence that Republican, Republicans across the board had a, a hand in it. And it's just absolutely insane. Um, so I, I really, anything like you get a lot of, you get a lot of arguments like, well, all right, what about the tax cut? That's doing a lot for me. And like, well, you're getting like $20 extra in your paycheck. Whereas somebody making $10 million a year is just getting an astronomical amount more than you. Like it's, it's definitely not benefiting the regular person as much as it should be. Um, the economy doing well right now is actually proven to be more of a aftermath of not even directly from the Obama administration, but it's just some things that were set in motion up into 2016 that we're seeing after effects of that are bolstering the economy. Um, so like there's, there's really, it's all a sham, frankly, in my opinion, you know, you know, you can, there's definitely arguments on the other side, but um, it's not good. <laughs> no, that's fine. I appreciate um, your insight. I'm glad that everyone has decided to answer this question so far. Like, and, and everyone has answered it well, you know, it, it's just interesting to see people's views. Cause I, I don't think there were a few people that were political in high school, but not, you know, not as involved as we are now. So it's, it's kind of cool to see how that view has changed with, with the times as well, I guess. Um, what, so when you're not listening to death metal or taking care of your little guy or working from home or sipping on scotch, what is something that you enjoy doing? Um, so I mentioned before, I'm, I'm definitely a nerd. Um, I play Magic the Gathering and I play Dungeons and Dragons um, on my days off. So <laughs> those, are, those are my things. Right. And now that I'm an adult there, they've just become giant money pits of fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is something once your son starts going to school and you have talks with him, this wasn't on the list of questions either, but like I start looking at my kiddo and I think of all the things that I did in school and things that I would go back and change. And I want to tell Jake, like, be nicer to everybody and listen more than you talk. Like, what, what's something you're going to tell your son once he starts getting into, like, the thick of school? Yeah, th that's a good question. Um, I feel like, for me, my parents, like, this, is, this isn't meant as bad as it sounds, but, like, my parents really didn't care. Like, they didn't care if I did well in school. They didn't care if I, like, they, they didn't care, like, how things went in school for me. And that, you know, that really ran into some of the issues I talked about previously. Um, but circling back around, I think the biggest single thing I want to stress to Bronson throughout school is just to, to find what you want to do and do it well. Um, you know, if you don't like math, that that's okay. Just, you know, get, do what you can with it. Um, but if you, if you like to do something, just, do that well and 
make it what you want it to be. Um, I don't want to try to push any particular sport on him or any, um, any particular extracurricular. I want it to be what he wants to be, but then reinforce that with, well, if that's what you want to do, make sure you do it well. Last random question, I promise. What, if you were to try to think of one teacher that did the most for you or that you looked up to the most or appreciated when you were at high school, who would it be? Um, this, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I, uh, it's, it's going to be a tie actually. It's between, uh, Madame Seeley and Mr. Sun. Okay. All right. Uh, I liked Mrs. Seeley. She was super nice. Absolutely. She, she was one of those teachers where like, if, if you weren't in her class, you probably didn't think much of all at her, of, of her cause she didn't interact much with other people, but she was just like one of those teachers that. Um, you know, she would take you under her wing and, you know, really care about you. Okay. Um, when Mr. Sun wasn't getting people for like dress code violations, he was actually teaching some really useful stuff. <laughs> he was. And, you know, I have, I have him to thank, you know, partly for the career I'm in now. Um, you know, and, and like the funny thing is, if you take his classes and then don't go into any sort of like technical field, you probably think his classes were a waste. But the funny thing is like a lot of his classes, we, we just kind of screwed off a lot. Like we really did, we but did, it's, yeah. so, um, it's so, that's like how the, the um, like technology fields are. It's a lot of, um, Hey, here's what you have to do, make it happen. And sometimes you do that in 15 minutes when, you know, everyone thinks it's going to take you a week. And then sometimes you're, you're just, uh, the flip side of that is like, well, here's uh, a week worth of work and I think you can get it done in a day. Um, so it's a really accurate parallel to how uh, technology careers actually are, at least for me anyway. No, I can see that. I agree with that. All right, sir, your final question. Nominate three people to do this podcast with me and explain who your picks are and why. All right. Um, so I'm going to nominate Josh Wood. Okay. Um, he's actually, he's, I, I still consider him my best friend. Um, we don't talk a whole lot anymore. Our, our, our lives are just different now. Okay. But um, I, I'd like uh, he has a pretty interesting story, and I, I think it would be uh, cool for people to hear that. Okay. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with uh, Jocelyn Modulesky, uh now Stubble. Um, we were actually really good friends when we were little, um, and we, we we drifted apart, and, like, I haven't really talked to her much at all since, I don't know, like, junior high. Okay. <laughs> Um, and number three is, uh, Michael Coran. Um, he, I don't know if you know, but he is actually a teacher in China, um, right now. And, uh, I would just love to hear him go on about, uh, how everything, how his life progressed. He seems to have a really cool wife that I'd like to hear about. He likes scotch too. Um, <laughs> uh, so he seems to have a really interesting life and I'd like to hear more about that. 
You're actually the second person to nominate him, so that's funny. I can't remember who else said it, but someone else said the same thing, too. Um, but hey, thanks for your time tonight and for hanging in there, even when the technology was being stupid tonight. Um, I appreciated it. Thanks for letting me interrupt you while you were working from home. Um, take care. I'll be sure to, like, follow your Facebook page and see what's going on, and if there's ever actually, like, a class reunion, I'll have, like, a starting point to talk to you about um, different books and that artist that I have to go back and look up on Spotify. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Dan. Have a good night. Yep, you too. Bye. Bye.